morning. So after doing these pregnancy events, the highlight that I wanted to share with you that is applicable to absolutely everyone and we can all take tips from this is how important it is to be true to yourself and your partner to think about these decisions ahead of time and really get educated and empowered it doesn't mean to say that you need to get over educated that you feel overwhelmed but what works for you is going to be different to everyone else just like what works for us with our food right like so many clients come in saying yeah but i don't want to be difficult i don't want to be this I don't want to be the difficult person out with my friends, but the reality is we live in our bodies. It's not your friend that lives in your body. It's not your friend that gets those symptoms when you didn't want to be difficult and not have the gluten. I don't want to be difficult either. So it's actually all in the way we say it. It's got nothing to do with me being more confident than the next person or me being a nutritionist. So it's easier for Marlies and I. It is a decision that I've made. I've got my uncompromisables. And so when it comes to being pregnant and when it comes to your children, it's so important to learn what is right for you and your partner. For example, sleep, right? Like with anything, science catches up. There's a 15 to 20 year delay in everything. So my parents' generation, my parents left me to scream. I was a baby that went to bed and they got taught that at a certain age they should just leave me and I should just scream. My mum is now an EFT counsellor and so she looks all into that attachment theory and she has realised from that I got taught that I screamed, I was asking for help and no one listened. No one responded, I just had to look after myself. I didn't self-soothe because actually we don't learn how to self-soothe until three years and plus. And we learn self-soothing actually from observing our parents. That's how we start to learn to self-soothe. It's not from screaming and finally we just get so exhausted we stop. So there's absolutely no judgment here, but it's very much thinking and just really working out what's right for you and your partner. The reality is once you've had your baby, you are going to be sleep deprived and you are going to be exhausted. So it's really useful to have these conversations now and to start thinking about it. So you've probably read a lot about co-sleeping together and I've got some clients that do that. Some clients keep their babies with them throughout the night. And so it comes into the into bed, the baby comes into bed with you. Now the only thing with that is depending on how many years you let this happen, remember your sexual relationship with your husband or partner is really important as well. You still need to be having sex regularly just because you've got a baby. So we need to figure those things out and really start to talk about those things so that you are still getting that intimacy and that sexual physical relationship as well. Because that's really important to health. So there is a lot to consider how you want to raise your child, what you want to do with the whole sleep theory. What is your theory around the attachment theory? Do you want to let your child just scream? Do you want to move it into a different room? Or do you want to really teach the child that their needs are being listened to, that they are going to be listened to? I can tell you that I was in therapy for a good year working with a therapist around thinking that if I asked for help or if I had needs, they weren't going to be met. And I had to work through this with my parents and with my family to really unprocess those ideas that actually I did have needs. And I could ask for help, right? I could be vulnerable and I didn't need to just shut down. Like if I screamed or now back when I was a child or now and asked for help, I would get help or I could talk it through. 
So there's a lot to consider. And so every parent does things differently. There is no right answer. When clients come in and they tell me what their routines are, you know, I'm worried about passing on food allergies. I'm worried about your baby having the best gut health possible. I'm just worried about you getting educated and empowered and mums having time for self-care. So how you manage that with your child and with your partner is going to be different. Maybe you let them sleep with you. Maybe you wake up every three to four hours and you get naps during the day. There is no right or wrong answer. It's just working out what's right for you and remembering what your neighbor says, what your friend says, what your mum says, what I say. We might all have the best intentions, but like with anything, we know this with our diet, right? Same when it comes to parenting. You've got to do what's right for you. So that's my encouragement today is really think about these things and do what is right for you. Diet wise too, remember?